There is so much that goes into building a top-level prototype race car. The powertrain, aerodynamics, braking system, and handling characteristics, to name just a few. But what about how it looks? For the manufacturers competing in the upcoming GTP class in IMSA and the hypercar class in the World Endurance Championship, this is a major consideration. The converged regulations for LMDH and LMH allow automotive manufacturers the freedom to style their prototypes in a way that best represents their brand and road car offerings. After all, how would you know what to buy on Monday if you couldn't tell who won on Saturday and Sunday? Today, I sit down with Michael Scully, the Global Director for Automotive and Advanced Design at DesignWorks, BMW's design innovation studio. After graduating design school at Carnegie Mellon, his first major project was designing the 2002 Formula BMW, driven by the likes of Sebastian Vettel and Nico Rosberg. He's gone on to design countless BMW M race cars that have competed and won all over the globe, and even the gold medal winning bobsled used by the US Olympic team at the 2014 Winter Games. And Scully even does a bit of driving himself, having finished on the podium at the 2010 SCCA National Championship runoffs in the DSR Prototype 2 class. His interest for prototype racing is palpable, making his most recent design creation, the all-new M-Hybrid V8, a special one. The car is set to debut at next year's Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, as BMW makes its long-awaited return to top-level prototype racing. Today, we speak with Scully about how to make a purpose-built prototype look like a BMW, and we find out what sparked his love of sports car racing in the first place, and how that made designing the M-Hybrid V8 that much more special. Well, first thing I want to ask you is just how do you balance designing A, a beautiful race car, uh, with B, something that goes fast or ideally goes right. fast? Where do you draw that line? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the fundamental balancing act of, of designing race cars, really, in my opinion, particularly for the for the LMDH class, because you know they have such an emphasis on the brand identity. Um, so in a way, my, my team's job was first to, to ensure that it, it has that absolutely essential BMW identity. But as a racer myself, I always need that functional component to come through as well. And, you know, the absolute function of race cars is is what's inspired me from being, you know, since since I was a little kid. And that purity and elementality of, of uh, particularly a prototype race car is what I love so much. And, um, you know, so to me, that balance um, is always probably, um, a hopefully, a 50-50 thing. You know, uh, and, 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 you know, it's got the unmistakable identity, but also the absolute performance. And at the end of the day, it's a race car and it's designed to win races. Throughout the design process, what comes first, your chicken or the egg? Do you present a design to the engineers or do they come to you with a right. concept that then you beautify? Yeah, good question. Um, one thing we knew from the beginning was that it would be an open architecture front end. Yeah, and that's a big transition, let's say, from some of the earlier, uh, like the 99 LMR and the 86 car was very wedge-shaped as well. And so we knew that uh, was set as, as really, a, you know, the most avant-garde approach to a modern prototype race car. Finding that that open architecture at the front coincided with purely flow-through kidneys and, and the air that we could also channel under the kidneys and making 
the essential aspects of BMW brand identity, also critical to the function, is is really where I think the project sings. You know, and they're both necessary to fulfill the LMDH um, rule set. But yeah, when they're when they're harmonized like that, it's it's really rewarding. Well, on display at the event, there are three classic BMW prototypes, all of which have kidney grills, but they're little kidney grills. Yeah. <laughs> and the LMDH car has these massive kidneys that yeah. span most of the front end. How did that architecture come into place? Yeah, so as I, as I mentioned before, that, that open architecture at the front was established very early in the project. Um, and so, you know, could we have super narrow kidneys? Sure, but then you'd have, you know, a, a very large flanking open uh, uh, space uh, next to them. And I think it, it becomes much more resonant as a design when it's a, a bold, strong statement, but also, again, coincides with the functional aspects. So, um, you know, I think they, I think they, they come off uh, very positively in, in, in this uh, uh, situation. And they're also highlighted with the laser wire lighting and so no matter what time during an endurance race, this car will be recognizable on track uh, at night. And so in a way, they're the most clearly recognizable spotter light, let's say. <laughs> well, that's, that's one of the big challenges as a fan watching a race on TV at night. It's just lens flare after lens flare. Yeah. You'll see this thing coming and you'll see it going by you. Yeah, exactly. We hope so. We hope so. So now it's uh, it, it's also leveraging, you know, stuff that we've developed in our show cars. For example, the BMW M Vision Next had laser wire lighting in the in the lights themselves. Um, and so we've we've transitioned that now into the onto the racetrack. And so it's it's a great opportunity for our show cars to not only inform our, our production cars, but also now our race cars. You mentioned you're a racer yourself. How much does that knowledge inform your design work, especially with this car? Yeah. I mean, fundamentally, I think, you know, the passion for racing is is really what propels um, me forward and and also the team that worked on this project. Um, you know, we're all we're all lovers of it. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it's really essential to setting the the criteria, let's say, for success. And um, if we had something that looked amazing but didn't work, I would not consider it a success. And, um, you know, I think in racing in particular, it's easy to spot when something is, mm, let's say, a, a styling element. To me, there's a distinction between styling and design. And design commingles that emotional expression of, yeah, a very emotional surface, um, but also with a function. And um, to me, that's essential to find that balance and always lean more toward design than styling, let's say. You mentioned it during the presentation, but for our listeners of the podcast, can you just walk us through how the inspiration of some of the early BMW mm -hmm. prototypes you talked about Absolutely. In, in 1981 going to Lime Rocket yeah. and, and seeing yeah. a race, how did that make its way into the final design? Yeah, so in 1981 at Lime Rock, um, my dad brought me to the GTP race. It was a, you know first year of GTP racing in, in the U.S. And um, that BMW M1C was actually the very first purpose-built GTP car and that car qualified on the front row it actually ran the fastest lap time in the race uh, but the race was won by a, a Lola T600 driven by Brian Redmond so you had David Hobbs Brian Redmond which is pretty cool uh, to begin with but 
the thing is, those cars, those were the first true GTP prototypes. And the rest of the field were, at that time, still production-based. And to me, as a nine-year-old, those two cars made such an impression on me because it was like, you know, they were spaceships by comparison to the rest of the field. And to me, it meant the future. And, you know, to me, that's also an essential aspect of racing is that it has the potential to point toward the future. And GTP racing with electrified mobility, it, it's just a perfect storm, let's say. So that's very cool. Um, the M1C, you know, together with the T600, that on that same day, it compelled me as a nine-year-old kid to be a part of racing for the rest of my life. And, you know, you, you have few moments in your life where you recognize like such a profound impact. And that was one of them. And so to be reunited actually with that M1C, I actually sat in it today, which was super, super cool. And uh, yeah, 41 years later is, is a spectacular privilege. Yeah. What's your favorite part on the car? You designed the whole thing. Is there one piece that was really enjoyable for you to put together and see come to fruition? Yeah, it's it's funny that you ask because um, I worked on the the M M eight GTE previously, and my favorite aspect of that design was were the mirrors, because they were like this super sexy shape, but they were also fundamental to the airflow going down the body side of the car, and they had the M hook coming back towards centerline, and uh, we were sure to to also you know bring that that same approach to to this car, um, and so. I do like the mirrors uh, quite a bit, but I think that front end, you know, as far as how our team approached this project, um, that front end is where it makes its, you know, impression. And, and that's also where it's unmistakably a BMW. Uh, so I would say overall, I, I like the front quite a lot. Before I let you go, you've designed a myriad of gorgeous BMW race cars. Where does the M Hybrid V8 sit if you had to put them all on a spectrum? Uh -huh. Yeah, for me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a born and bred prototype racer myself. And um, that's what I've always focused on. That's what I did a, um, an apprenticeship with um, just as I was graduating from Carnegie Mellon um, back in 90, yeah, mid-90s. I, I, I went and uh, apprenticed with a guy named Stephen Johnson um, in Providence, Rhode Island. And he is a national champion, um, almost a one-man band kind of builder of, of small prototype race cars uh, in the Sports 2000 class. It's also a hell of a driver. And yeah, he taught me how to approach um, not only building cars, but but also, yeah, from a conceptual standpoint, how to make them fast. And, um, you know, so again, prototypes have been a part of my life for, for um, quite a while. And so in that sense, I would have to say of all the race cars I've worked on, this one, of course, takes the top step. This one's been my, my dream for, you know, I've worked for BMW for 26 years. And uh, here we are. So maybe, maybe now I can retire. <laughs> well, Michael, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you being here.